All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. What's good, friends? Happy Friday. Welcome to Least Morning Take presented by Skip and Points Back Canada. Of course, I'm flying solo on this Friday. Nick Alberga with you. Don't fret. Jay Rosehill, limbered, loosened up, ready in the bullpen opening day yesterday. He's got three hits with Rosie coming up in about five minutes from now. Speaking of Jay, that's not the only time you'll see him on today's show. That's because we have a very special guest. We're pretty much trying to line him up for the last couple weeks since he was dealt back to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We sat down yesterday with Luke Shen for about 20 minutes, so something you don't want to miss here on the show. We're going to play that interview in its entirety coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review. We're very, wherever you're checking us out, excuse me, at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcasts as well. So if you're listening right now, make sure to search. Uh, Leafs Morning Take is where you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Press that subscribe button, hit some likes as well, and we're good to go at the Leafs Nation one again here on YouTube where you can find us as well and subscribe pretty please. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest in all things Toronto Maple Leafs thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. You can drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube and hopefully a lot of feedback on this uh, Luke Shen interview. Again, we've been working uh, tirelessly to try to make this happen the last couple weeks and it finally came together on Thursday afternoon, about 20 minutes or so with Luke Shen and that's coming up. But first, let's get over the boards. 
All right, so firstly, I got to give a shout out to Matthew Nyes, who we had on the show a couple months back. If you do recall, make sure to go back at the Leafs Nation 401 once again, the YouTube page where you can subscribe and also check out our fantastic content. I know I'm biased in saying that, but we interviewed Matthew Nyes. We can now safely say we've interviewed a Hobie Baker finalist in 2023. Matthew Nyes dropped by a couple months back, so uh, if you want, you can go back and check that out. But yesterday, he was named one of the Hobie Baker finalists alongside Adam Fantilli, who goes to Michigan, of course, Canadian kid, played for the World Junior Team uh, at the World Jays a couple months ago. And Logan Cooley, uh, which, funny enough, is Nye's, uh, one of Nye's line mates, uh, he of the Arizona Coyotes organization. So those three in the running to win the Hobie Baker Award. So shout out to Matthew Nye's. I guess we can call him a friend of the show as well because he guessed it on this show. And who knows down the road, maybe we have him again. So setting up this weekend for the Maple Leafs, a back-to-back at the Ottawa Senators coming up on Saturday. I think important to stress too, I think if you're looking at something to bet on for the majority of the season or the rest of the season, or even this weekend, it's goal scoring. And predominantly against the Ottawa Senators, 22 goals scored in three meetings with the Sens. Toronto's grabbed uh, you know, a couple of those games against Ottawa, which is great to see as you see the matchup via producer Alex on your screen. It's always tight, uh, especially with it being on Hockey Night in Canada. I would expect maybe a bit of offense in that game. And the game on Sunday when they hosted the Detroit Red Wings, so another back-to-back. They've won two of three against the Wings this year. The scores have been 4-2, 4-1, and 4-1. So maybe a bit of a sniff or a, a hint, I should say, at the under against Detroit. But maybe you look at the over when it comes to the Ottawa Senators. I'm most curious to see what happens with the lineups this week. And again, they're, they're starting to mold things into shape. Uh, Timothy Lilligren hasn't been as strong as of late, so maybe he continues to be that seventh defenseman. Does Ryan O'Reilly return this weekend? Outside shot at that. At that. Um, Eric Gustafson's been away from this team for the last little while, but there's a couple things that have been solidified. We talked about this on yesterday's show, uh, the McKay pairing. Um, it's It's been really, really strong with TJ Brody, and I would anticipate that continues along here for the Maple Leafs as they get set for their first-round series against Tampa Bay Lighting. And then that Yarn Croak line, it's funny to call it the Yarn Croak line, but Yarn Croak, Matthews, and Marner have been outstanding for a long period of time now. So I wonder if that continues right along until maybe they gave Sheldon Keefe a reason to split them up. But I can't see that happening anytime soon. And I've been saying this for a while. I actually don't mind the prospects of a Bunting-O'Reilly combo on a third line. If you want to call it a third line, I hate numbering line, lines in this day and age, but uh, that's what I'm most curious about. And I do think they'll take a poke. And a peek around the corner when it comes to uh, Ryan O'Reilly and that combo with Michael Bunting. So that's what's in store for this Maple Leafs team coming up this weekend. Eight games remaining after this weekend, just six remaining. So you can smell the Stanley Cup playoffs. And again, welcome to the month of April coming up tomorrow as well. Can't believe this is the final day of March. It's just flown by. And it's just great news when you get Major League Baseball back opening day for the most part yesterday. And you just have that feel that the Stanley Cup playoffs are just around the corner. And that's what we've pretty much, in Leafsland at least, been waiting for all season long. Before we get to Luke Shen, let's hear now from the one and only Jay Rosell. All right, three hits with Rosie. Number one, Matthew Nyes gets nominated as a front runner for the hobie baker award nominational congressional segment of collegiate athletics that's a big deal that's a big deal for college athletes it's a big deal for d1 hockey players it shows without a doubt that he is one of the premier if not the premier hockey player in ncaa division one hockey and he happens to be a toronto maple leaf prospect a prospect who very well might be ready for the nhl now, timing-wise, is this a good thing or not? People are saying 
absolutely not. You're not going to disrupt the team. He's not going to be ready. He has no experience. Other people are saying, you know what? If he's that good and he fits the mold and he can he can bring something the team doesn't have, why not? And I'm of the school of thought where I think you can insert him into the lineup. I think you can get him going. He's fresh out of playing in the Frozen Four. He'll have all of his juices flowing. He'll be ready to rock right into the playoffs. And sometimes when you get thrown into a situation that you don't even have time to think about and you may not have the experience to necessarily normally have success, you can just put the blinders on, throw yourself in with two feet, and away you go. And I really think with the way this guy plays, he is a big, strong-bodied power forward who can make some plays. And if you imagine mixing him in there, um, you know, with Ryan O'Reilly or Bunting or even on that fourth line with Czar and Camp or whatever, wherever he could possibly fit on this roster, I think it's certainly worth a try, especially if something isn't going right in the series or on the previous game, you could justify throwing him in there. I want it to happen just to see what happens. I think this kid's a stud and I liked everything about him when we interviewed him. Number two and three, we got a back-to-back this weekend. We got the Sens on Saturday, another uh, you know rivalry game, so to speak, and then the Red Wings the next day. So it's a good chance for these guys to build on what they've been doing, start to solidify these lines, start to solidify these D pairings, start to build on where you're headed, build that momentum up. That's all these guys are thinking of. There's not a whole lot to say. It's the name of the game right now. Sure, you want to get wins. Sure, you want to play well. But at the end of the day, it's not all about two points anymore. It's about figuring out what works best and rolling with it. So that's what they're doing this weekend. We'll see how they go. All we can say is that the team's looking pretty damn good. All we're doing is looking at our calendars, looking at our watches, waiting for this damn season to be over. So the real one can start. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
And uh, cheers to that, Jay Rosal. I'm with you on that front. It just seems like the games following the trade deadline just go on and on and on. They drag on like crazy. So I'm looking forward to the Stanley Cup playoffs as well. I like the breakdown of Matthew Nyes in the back-to-back coming up this weekend for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Meantime, brought to you by our new friends over at Skip. We're happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes by Skip using the promo code TLN15. That's TLN15 on the new Skip the Dishes app. You'll get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's Dishes. Again, TLN15 is the special promo code. You'll get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's Dishes. Please note this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time eats across the GTA in Ontario and the likes of Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other great places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. And Alex, we have to hear that sound effect, my man. Let's hear it. Did somebody say skip? I said skip. And thank you very much to Alex for breaking that down. Without further ado, we've been teeing it up all show long. Ladies and gentlemen, Luke Shen. Welcome to the show, a long-awaited guest. We have the human eraser himself, Luke Shen. Freshly minted Toronto Maple Leafs once again. This thing's come full circle, baby. How are you doing, Luke? Doing great. Thanks for having me on back on the show, I should say. I was probably one of your first guests at the start of the year, wasn't I? And you were, yeah, you were you... trying to pressure me into giving you some Leaf tidbits and uh, <laughs> back, weren't you? I was text. I was testing out your uh, your media training, and you handled yourself just as we expected, giving us nothing. But oh, baby, how the tides have turned! You are back in a Maple Leaf uniform. I know you enjoyed everything and your time with Vancouver and everything else, but we thought that there was a possibility you'd be a good fit in a Toronto Maple Leafs uniform again. Now that that's actually happened, man, what is it like to be back in the Big Smoke? What are the memories you have? Some of the familiarities, the faces you see. What's it like to be back there and kind of come full circle? Uh, it's unbelievable, honestly. I mean, uh, it's it's actually hard to believe coming back. Um, you know, obviously being drafted here and just kind of what this organization means to me personally, where, where it all started. I think as a young guy, you know, you appreciate wearing the jersey, what it means, but not to the extent I do now. And that just goes with, you know, the experience with your career and um, having just a better appreciation of, of what it means to wear the blue and white. Um, you know, it's just, that's incredible that, like you said, to come full circle. And I was young and naive, um, you know, 18 to 22 years old or whatever my time I was spent here. Now to kind of come back here as an older guy, you just have a, a different sense of what it means. And um, and the thing that too, I never got the chance to play meaningful hockey here in, in terms of playoffs or nothing like that. My first go around, it seems like we're always out of it, um, you know, by all-star break or whatever. So now to be back here and at the best time of the year and kind of feel the buzz around the city, it feels great. And uh get to play back in the old barn where, where you where you build, right? So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i still waiting for that Rose Hill jersey to get up in the rafters. When's your big day? I don't know. Hopefully it's coming soon. Well, that statue, they must be making like an extra big one or a fancy one because it's <laughs> it wasn't there on Legends Row when I went to watch a game. That thing's taking forever. But, I mean, inevitably it will be there and uh, people will flock to see it. There's no doubt about it. Well, I actually did buzz around Maple Leaf Square the other day and there is quite a big hole in the middle of it. Uh, probably be a good... Good uh, choice to put it right there, right in the middle of Maple Leaf Square, the big 
38 jersey, Jay Rosell, for all your contributions to the Leafs. I'm sorry to say the only Jay Rosell jersey available is the one behind Rosie's Haynes sweater there. His Haynes t-shirt is right there on the wall right there. But, Jenner, uh, thank you so much for doing this, buddy. Congratulations again on, on having the baby, too. That's probably what I would have let it, Rosie, but it's okay. You're uh, you're taking notes here. on the, Nah, we don't, we don't talk about families on this show. Uh, take us behind the scenes, February 28th. Uh, the trade goes down. What happens behind the scenes? I think a lot of people want to know that. Like, is it Patrick Alvin calling? Hey, like, pack your shit. You're going to Toronto? <laughs> I had my shit packed for a while. I was sitting out for two weeks. <laughs> True. So, uh, no, I mean, yeah. To, yeah, obviously I kind of knew based on where Vancouver is at in the standings, uh, you know, for probably about a month or two before it happened. And then the, I flew with the, the Canucks to Nashville, and I was in the lineup, and all of a sudden a pregame meal uh, Patrick Alvin and Brick Talk had came and grabbed me and just said, hey, you're going to sit this one out tonight. And obviously a little bit confused, thinking there was a trade that was probably in the works sooner than later. And they just said, no, I mean, obviously they're getting a couple calls. And just for, I don't know, it seemed to be the way the, the NHL was going this year where you hold guys up for trade reasons. So I was kind of one of those guys. And it was two weeks till the deadline and five games. So I, I kind of was like, well, is this until the deadline and they're like yeah, you're not going to play another game until it happens so I flew back to Vancouver and uh you know you joke about packing your shit up but I you don't know what you're packing you don't know where you're going you don't know if you're going you know somewhere cold and you need a Canada goose jacket or you're packing your you know shorts and flip-flops so I mean it's pretty hard to kind of get organized but yeah I went back and just started skating with uh, the Canucks skills coach and um did that for a week and a half and then got traded and then joined the team in Calgary on their West Coast trip, the, the Leafs, and played there and then in Vancouver, which is back home. And then I uh, got a couple under my belt and and then uh, they were nice enough to, uh, you know, given the family situation with uh, my wife being due to let me stick around Vancouver for a bit. And they actually left, um, you know, their skills coach in Vancouver with me and we rented ice at UBC and skated with him one-on-one -on -one for about a week so um not much not a lot of game time there and I guess about a month or so but everything worked out great um that way and now you know just trying to work myself back into it here and and uh, get up to speed with the team and I uh, really enjoying being back Luke, touch for us on that locker room right now, that roster, what you guys have got ahead of you. You're no stranger to uh, teams making big playoff pushes, two-time Stanley Cup champion. Obviously, you've got that experience under your belt, but what's going on in that locker room for the, for the listeners as far as what the preparation is like? Are you guys talking about the lightning? What kind of video are you watching? Is this all prep for the playoffs, or are you guys still taking her day by day? Well, I think it's both. I mean, you know, you're, you're obviously aware of – who's going to be coming most likely in the first round. I mean, they've known that for a while. So, I mean, that's that's not a surprise. So, yeah, that's obviously, you know, it's you try not to let your mind wander. But in saying that, there's still a process in order to get there. So, um, you do take it sort of – you want to be in the present and, you know, go day at a time, which is cliche. But, you know, in, in order to, to get your game to the level it needs to be at in the first round, you need to – you know, make sure you're working on the things daily and making sure your game's in a good spot and get better leading into the playoffs. So I think, you know, we're trying to, you know, focus on uh, continuing to, to defend well and limit opportunities. And, uh, you know, we've had some leads where, you know, we got to continue to to bear down and, and protect those leads. But there's no question it's uh, it's a process going into the playoffs. we got, you know, a handful of games left and you want to make sure you're, you're feeling good about yourself and confident heading in there. And, 
uh, not to get ahead of yourself uh, too much, but you know, the guys who you're going to be playing have some experience and, and know what it takes too. So uh, we're going to have to be at the top of our game leading into that. And um, that all starts with, you know, like you said, it's, it's practice habits and working on the details. And then every game you want to be sharp and making sure that, you know, your mindset and, uh, you know, your systems and all that stuff is dialed in. Here's the big time question. Did you guys get the, the green light special on Monday after you clinched the playoff spot? The green light special? No, actually, well, because we, we had a day off Monday. And then, um, so yeah, we played Saturday, Sunday, day off Monday. And we found out we were clinched basically when we were at home. And there was actually no, no, uh, no real celebration. But I, I guess uh, Sheldon Keefe acknowledged it the next day in her, in her video session saying, well, you know, it's something to be proud of. Obviously, it's not the end goal. But that was pretty much all the recognition that we got. No one even really talked about it. It wasn't anything... Uh, you know, that guy's got fired up about, I think uh, there's, there's higher expectations about here. Obviously, obviously it's, um, you know, you got to be proud of yourself when you clinch a playoff spot with uh, nine or 10 games remaining or however many it was, that's, that's no, uh, you know, small feat when, you know, teams are battling it out till the end for wild cards and, and different things like that. But in saying that, uh, you know, definitely guys got higher hopes for sure. So uh, no guys didn't send it. That's you're asking after that. <laughs> that might have happened on Sunday, but uh, Luke, you talked a little bit as you were going through the ringer, there was so many different moving parts and you and your family were put in a position that was, you know, just basically lit your hair on fire and you're trying to organize everything at the worst possible time as uh, your wife's just about due to have her third baby there. But you kind of touched on it when we were texting, but the Maple Leafs organization, and you've been in a couple different organizations now throughout your career. Talk a little bit to the people who follow this this team religiously, what it's like to play for them. I remember, you know, how first class they were, how they treated their players, how money wasn't an issue if you're going to do something that's going to help the team or an individual, how they, te how they teach the families. And you got thrown right back into it and, you know, touched a little bit about that, that uh, MLSE in general and just what kind of an organization they are. You know what? Jay, like it was really good when we played, and it's even it's a hundred times better. Now. Like how they treat the families, like that's how good it is. I mean, obviously, you know, when I first came into the league, you know, you you don't know anything else, so you're like, well, this is the NHL and this is normal. But in reality, it's not because you you go to other organizations, and not that other organizations are bad. It's all you know, good and it's the NHL, but it's um, the league definitely the next level. So I mean. Uh, yeah, they've been treating them, treating our family unbelievable. And I think that's the one thing you hit on. Uh, that's one thing that doesn't go underappreciated as far as how they treat their wives and their families and the kids and making sure everyone's, you know, arranged. And they got someone literally that that's their job is to make sure the families are all taken care of. And, um, yeah, they've done an unbelievable job helping, you know, finding us a place to live and getting everything's organized to shipping stuff to, uh, you know, making sure – everyone's comfortable obviously with uh with my wife you know giving birth it's just um family's definitely a priority here which you appreciate as a player because you know that that eases your mind when you go into you know worrying about hockey games and practices when the family's taken care of and like i said they have a lady here um who does literally just works with you know families and wives so she's texting you know just on the side making sure that uh everything's good and taken care of and it almost kind of, you know, eliminates me and, and some of the stress that, you know, you'd have to typically deal with. So first class and, um, you know, couldn't have got traded to a better spot for sure. There's been uh, tons of experimentation, as you know, lately. Uh, what are your general thoughts on the D rotation? And it seems like you've settled in a bit here with Morgan Riley lately. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely been, uh, like you said, ex experimentation. Obviously, you got nine NHL defensemen, which I'm sure, uh, you know, teams would love to have that depth. And, uh, yeah, I think everyone's just trying to work work through it. I mean, as far as defensemen, I'm sure uh, coaches are looking for different options and, and pairings. And a lot of the nights we're going 7D, which is, you know, uh, a, a transition in itself for – you know, obviously guys who have been here all year, you know, before we got here, they're they're rolling six most nights. So it's a transition for them. And then it's a transition for guys coming in here trying to, you know, see where you fit in too. So I think uh, it's been some trial and error. I think there's been some some positivity coming out of uh, all the different looks we've had. But there's no question that, um, you know, guys are going to want to continue to build and, and get comfortable with one another heading down the stretch here with not too many games left. And we'll just kind of see where things shake out, obviously. Um you know, there's there's been some different looks, and uh, at the end of the day, it's coach's decision to, uh, to see how everything plays out. What's changed the most behind the scenes since like your first tour of duty? Obviously, like it's it's pretty crazy how quickly time goes. Like I was even reminiscing on your time, like you were just a pup when you started, and now you come in, and I'm not going to call you a vet. We're around the same age, but like you you, you <laughs> played you played some games in the league. I'm not a vet either, dude. You played That's some games sure. in the league, but what's it like sort of from that perspective and, and what's changed maybe behind the scenes that you're not used to? Well, first of all, we're, we, we both are bats. So let's clear that up. You, oh. you are too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Get up there. No, but uh, honestly, just, I don't know. It's a lot of it's the same, but you know, there's some different things. Like, first of all, the, none of the staff is left from when I was here. So besides, um, you know, two of the, uh, uh, equipment staff, Bobby Hastings and, and uh, yeah. Blackie too. So everyone else, everyone else is gone. There's really no management, maybe one or two people higher up. Um, so none of the staff is the same. That's, you know, trainers, coaches, all that. Um, none of the players are the same. But as far as, you know, the overall operation, it's just kind of gotten a lot, a lot better. Um, and not, like I said, it was before, but just kind of, how dialed in they are with everything from, you know, how they take care of guys from supplements, nutrition, to uh, the proper rest and the sports science, to that sort of stuff too. It's just um, literally everything is so dialed in to be at your best where it really gives you no excuse that you know, there's so many people taking care of you that you really have to go out there and just, your only, uh, your only, op your only thing is to focus on being occupier. Yeah. Is that Jesse Gillespie in the background? No, it's Jesse <laughs> what, yeah. what, Kinger. I was hoping that was Jess. I want to see what she's wearing. It's always a treat for a guy like me when oh, she comes off, into the Rosie. room. What's the problem? <laughs> Lukey, we're, we're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning first round here, man. You're That's no stranger to that organization. the first time I've seen the Zach's come out of you. What's the problem? Kindness. He's still That's talking about Ryan O'Reilly's wife. We'll just say that, okay? Oh, who wouldn't? <laughs> Back on track here, you monsters. <laughs> Lukey, you got the Tampa Bay Lightning first round. You're no stranger to them. Are you using your veteran presence? You know what their tendencies are. You know how they're coached. You know what to expect coming out of the gate. Are you using that veteran presence you have to kind of explain to these guys what to expect, what their tendencies are? Have you gotten to that point? It's kind of a, you know, a crucial thing to have you in the locker room, being as you've got two rings with this organization very recently yeah I mean obviously uh, I haven't really got to that point yet but there's no question that um, you know those guys know what they're doing as far as winning hockey games at the right time obviously you know they got probably the best goalie goalie on the planet um, 
very well coached. They make a lot of great uh, in-game, in-series adjustments. That's one thing, you know, obviously Coop's great at is, uh, you know, getting the pulse of where things are at and, and guys respond to that. And then obviously you, you got such a good core there too where, you know, you got Headman and Stammer and Cooch and Pointer, all these guys too. And, you know, you add in, like you said, the experience of winning and, and them understanding and know what it takes. And even saw them last year. I mean, I watched from a distance. Um you know, not being in the series or, or with the team last year, but just kind of how they sacrificed in the playoffs. So, you know, blocking shots and, you know, they figured out that defending wins. So they take great, great pride in that. And then you got a dangerous power play and just, you know, they're kind of built all around. They're built to win. They obviously, they've lost some some guys over the year due to salary cap and all that stuff. But Julian Breeze lost pretty good at, uh, you know, restocking everything and, and finding guys on uh, good contracts and, you know, doesn't care what he gives up to to bring him in. So, yeah, they, they're they're a contender every year, and um, yeah, it's going to be a, a a great great challenge as usual. And uh, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself, but obviously, uh, you know, both teams know what's coming. Yeah, they gave away like seventeen picks for Tanner Janot, and we'll see if that works out. Uh, first and foremost, uh, wicked stretch pass to Mitch Marner against Florida. I had to rewind the tape. I wasn't sure if it was you or Justin Hall, but that was you, filthy pass, dude. And it leads me to the conversation about Thomas Caberlet. So I don't know how this story came out, but you found out and figured out he was your neighbor. So how's that relationship brewing these days? Great, great neighbor. Actually, <laughs> what what happened was I don't even know how it happened but word spreads i guess in a hurry especially in toronto and i got a text from a random number and it's like hey luke it's uh it's cabby uh here and we're neighbors or whatever and uh i haven't talked to him because you know when i was when i was here we were d partners and he was such a good veteran guy to me and treated me with uh you know great deal of respect and uh i looked up to him too and and really tried to learn off him but uh, obviously, you know, you go your separate ways. He got traded. I get traded. We haven't really kept in touch. And he obviously got my number from someone and texted me. And uh, sure enough, we're across the street. So I've actually uh, been texting him probably every other day. And, and he's been awesome. I actually went went over to his house this morning. And I had to borrow a couple of street hockey sticks off him. So, uh, yeah, yeah he's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, the, of all the people living in Toronto, to have him right across the street and, you know, uh, it's not like I bought a house here with the intention. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm in a rental, so he's uh, he's been great. His wife's awesome. Uh, she's reached out to my wife too, and and they got some kids as well. So uh, yeah, it'll be great to to get everyone together. And I mean, it's crazy. It's it's such a busy schedule, uh, especially this time of the year. That you know, you'd love to see him more and more. But uh, what a small world! I can't believe it. You know, I'd see date back where I first met him and played with him as a partner 15 years ago, and here we are, uh, neighbors. And he hasn't played. I think he told me 10 years or something like that. It's been since he's done. So, yeah, wow. it's crazy. So you got to check out his restaurant. I've already been. Actually, you know it's... what? I went. I went to the grand opening of it. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago, and uh, I went to it the other night too. And uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's incredible. Hidden gem. Hidden gem wow. of the city. So good, Rosie. Have you been? No, I haven't. I uh, I just jumped like on Luke's yeah. coattails there, and he took me to all the muck spots. I couldn't keep track. It was just one after another, just flying by me, just Desi's all over the place. Lukey and his brother, just the toast of the town as far as his restaurants. Jay like to keep her simple. Though. He's a big, he like a big Moxie's guy. He like Moxie's, didn't you, Jay? Oh, I like to moxicize myself your, once in a while. You met your wife there, didn't you? <laughs> just, 
Just about, actually. <laughs> no, my wife's an Earl's girl. I would just oh, yes. bring my Chipotle my bowl into Earl's and muck that while we chatted. So it worked <laughs> out for the best. Your future. Got to ask about that. Are you open to re-signing in Toronto? You knew that question was coming. I actually didn't know it was coming, but I mean, hey, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, I love Toronto. Um, and saying that, I think there's, you know, obviously uh, other priorities right now and versus, you know, winning some games and, and uh, you know, the rest will take care of itself. You know, the one thing you realize is uh, when you win, everyone has opportunities to, uh, you know, to, to do well. So, I mean, that's that's the, the main priority. I haven't really thought much of it, but um, – of course, I love Toronto. I've always said that. I love to hear my first time. I love it here again. Um, it's a great organization, great city, passionate fan base. Um, you know, good bunch of guys in the room. There's, there's nothing not to love about it. But uh, yeah, we'll see that. that. That'll, that'll take care of itself down the road. The one thing I'm not gonna do is predict in the future. Every time I think I'm not getting traded, I get traded, or I think I'm gonna end up here. I, you know, I end up somewhere else. So, uh, who the heck knows? But there's no question. I love every bit of it here. Well, uh, Jay Roseville predicted a seven-year deal uh, extension with the Leafs, so there you go. He predicts everything here on this show, right, Rosie? Oh, man. I want to see Luke deep into his 40s, still headman in that clock <laughs> like crazy. Seven-year deal. What's your agent feel? How are you right now, Jay? <laughs> I would like a piece of that if you get it. I mean, the promotion you're getting on this show is through the roof, so don't forget about the young fellas, right? What's your guys' listeners these days? How many are we, are we going to be racking up thousands per show, or where are we at? It's getting up there. We, we, had, we think we had a hundred grand in a month there the other month. Yeah, Ro start, people Rosie's, are starting to take notice. Rosie's not analytics guy. You know this. I handle that portion of the program. He brings the heat. He brings the fantastic guests. But yeah, there there was a time around deadline time. We thought we were insiders throwing some insight out there a bit. We we got some hits, but I think we're up to uh, 1.2 thousand subs. So we're making our way up there. And of course, uh, Frank Sarvalli has been helping out with that too. Yeah, absolutely. No, you guys are doing great. I mean, I've been following, obviously, uh, you know, follow follow Jay and stuff on Instagram. You guys are, you guys are doing great. So keep it up. You guys are, uh, you guys are the hottest show in town, in my opinion. Big fan of Lee's morning take right there, Luke Shannon. We appreciate his time. Just about twenty minutes or so, we sat down with him, and just a lot of fun, as you can tell in that interview. As we uh, shift on over to the points bet wrap up here on the show and as predicted the chat's been hot a lot of you appreciative of that interview if you do appreciate the interview please subscribe hit that like button at the leafs nation 401 again where you can subscribe tim york writes in was surprised to hear cabriolet lived in toronto thought he went back to czechia i think he's got to play some both uh, actually um, i've been to his restaurant i actually know somebody who's really close with cabby too so he's he's in and out of toronto but still i think that's so cool that uh, him and luke shen our neighbors now and you got a bit of that insight and a bit of that story in that interview right there and again if you missed bits and pieces of that interview we will have it up a bit later on on our youtube page at the leafs nation 401 where you can subscribe to all our great content but we'll have the interview up in its entirety coming up later on uh ps17 writes in nice needs to sign an elc first that's an important note to make if and once uh, that happens and let's see if he can fit in with a limited time before the playoffs i totally agree with you i know we're all excited about Matthew Nyes, but uh, again, it's going to be a small sample size, and the Stanley Cup playoffs is unlike any other. I don't care if you're coming for the NCAA junior hockey. It's just not the same. PS17 also writes in what kind of D pairings he would like. Uh, Riley Brody, McCabe, Shen, Gio Hall, and Lilligren and is his seventh defenseman. Andrew writes in uh, Riley and Shen all day, the spear and the shield on D. I like that quite a bit, so I appreciate your input on the show. A lot of you are big fans of that moment 
uh, regarding Ryan O'Reilly in the interview. Uh, Rosie's hilarious. You all know this by now, and it's been such a blast working with Jay uh, the last couple months. And again, very appreciative of Luke coming on the show. You never know. Once they win the Stanley Cup, maybe we get Luke back on the show. Maybe he invites us to a Stanley Cup party because, again, he does have two cups. And I've heard some legendary stories, and I mean legendary stories, of Jay Rosehill being at Luke Shen's Stanley Cup parties and just being Jay Rosehill. And uh, we all know by now what that could potentially mean. But anyways, I appreciate all the insight, um, all the subscriptions this week, all the input this week on the show. It's been a lot of fun, and we're getting closer and closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Again, coming up this weekend, a uh, road game against the Ottawa Senators tomorrow on Saturday, then home to the Detroit Red Wings on Sunday as we get closer and closer to the fun stuff. And round one against Tampa. Tampa wins last night, so Toronto four points up, but they have two games in hand when it comes to second in the division. So trying to solidify that and get set for game one against the Lightning. Many thanks to producer Alex. Also, many thanks again to Luke Shen for popping by and Jay Rosehill, not here in spirit. <clears throat> he is here in spirit, I guess we can say, but uh, not here actually on the show physically. But uh, he's the man, the myth, and the legend. I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Have a great weekend. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.